So until we have equality across the globe, it goes without saying that pride has to continue and we will continue to march and we will continue to campaign for equal rights, for freedom and an end to this hate and discrimination and injustice. So it's not a one-time event. We have to take it really seriously. We have to, yes, enjoy it, yes, celebrate, yes, acknowledge how far we've come. And it's 365 days of the year for people in the LGBTQ community, because that's 365 days of the year, it matters. 365 days of the year, people are still being discriminated against. Hey, everybody. I'm Sarah Taylor, and welcome to the Queerpreneur podcast. This is the place for queer women who want to start or grow their business and their straight allies, where we build community, raise awareness, and create a platform to celebrate incredible women leaders, change makers, and trailblazers. In every episode, my intention is to share knowledge, learning, and resources that inspire you to think big, create more impact, and step fully into your life and business in a way that feels authentic to you. So if you're ready to take action towards creating a more equal world for everyone, then let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Sarah here, and welcome back to the Queerpreneur podcast. In today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about pride. Why do we still need it? Is it as important today as it once was? Do we still need to bother going? Um, And isn't it just a big party now? Those are the sorts of questions I'm gonna be exploring. And yeah, I hope you are gonna enjoy what I have to say about it. I'd love to hear from you, like what your experiences of pride are. Do you go? Um, and kind of why do you go? You know, what is the reason for you going? So do send me your messages. Do just send me a message over on Instagram um, in the usual way and let me know your thoughts. Before I really get going with today's episode, I want to just talk a little bit about what's currently going on in the world. So not only are we dealing with a global pandemic as a result of coronavirus, but we're in a time of protesting, protests all around the world in response to the murder of George Floyd and many other black people who have tragically died as a result of police brutality or injustice in the US. Um, But, you know, we know that racism, systemic racism exists in the UK and everywhere. And this has really been highlighted for us um, Particularly, I would say white people, because, you know, black people and people of colour know this. Um, And we know it too. I think we, you know, speaking from personal perspective, um, it's really um, hit home. And this has sparked a very necessary and very overdue conversation about the racism that exists in society and with institutions And I guess what I want to say is that racism exists in the queer community just as it does everywhere. And why wouldn't it? (laughs) 
Um, you know, and we must continue to fight for equality, for all types of discrimination and marginalization of people, whether it be racism or sexism or ableism, homophobia, biphobia, or transphobia. And, you know, when we look at the queer community, the intersectionality of these marginalized groups. So at the moment, particularly, we're looking at um, race and sexuality and gender identity. Um, but obviously, those other uh, marginalized, marginalized groups come into play as well. And I'm acutely aware of my white privilege as I sit here. It's never been so obvious to me as it is now, and it's never been so uncomfortable for me. And that's okay, because this is part of what's happening right now, right? You know, we need to listen and wake up and be part of the change and be part of a better future with greater equality for everybody. You know, that's my message in this bloody podcast. And I tell you, it's really hit home in the last couple of weeks. So, pride. <laughs> I think I'll start with a little bit of history. Do you know why June is Pride Month? And I know it's June. I can hardly believe it's bloody June. Obviously saying bloody today. <laughs> um, the month of June is when Pride is highlighted, when Pride is celebrated across the world because it coincides with the Stonewall protests and the riots that took place in 1969 in New York. So New York is one of my favourite American cities. Um, it probably is my favourite American city, actually. I've visited a few um, and it's the only place I've been back to more than once apart from Miami, actually. But anyway, that's it's not about my holidays. Um, <laughs> if you've been to New York or you've not been to New York and you've not visited the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village, then I really recommend you go. Um, the Stonewall Inn is still there. It's still a gay bar. And it's now recognised as a historic landmark. And the whole area of Greenwich Village is like really iconic and it's a great neighbourhood. And yeah, I really enjoyed like walking around and taking it all in. So what happened in 1969? Um, well, there was the riot, there was protests, um, they went on for more than one day. And the interesting thing, or one of the interesting things about it is that two black trans women were at the forefront of the protests. Um, and they're talked about quite a lot. Now you'll see, you know, in social media and stuff at the moment, because obviously we are in Pride Month and people are talking about this stuff. And their names were Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. And, you know, this was a pivotal moment in LGBTQ plus history and was actually the start of Pride as we know it today. So exactly a year later, the first Pride March took place in New York um, to commemorate 
the Stonewall riots. And then every year since, we've had Pride. Um, and obviously that's grown across the world and more and more countries are now celebrating Pride. And I think that even though Pride can't be celebrated in the usual way this year, um, because we're in quarantine and we're very, very slowly coming out of lockdown. And I know a lot of people are feeling really sad about that and disappointed and... I'm going to miss getting together as a community. I'm going to miss the parade and the march and remembering and recognising and celebrating and, yeah, reflecting on how far we've come as a community. But also, I think it's a really powerful time for individual reflection. Um, I think about my own personal journey, as I'm sure all people in the LGBTQ plus community do. But celebrations are still happening all across the world, virtually and online. And yeah, I guess one of the silver linings about that is that we get to be involved with Pride celebrations in other countries, in other big cities, Los Angeles, New York, Sydney, um, anywhere, you know, there's there's a London um, and I think Brighton, you know, where I live, where they are streaming um, all sorts of stuff over the, the Pride weekend that that is still happening, you know. And I'm sure I'll be able to get together with some of my friends and enjoy that and and participate and get involved in in the ways that that we can. And on that, I think that, you know, Pride 2020 really needs to be about standing in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement and amplifying the voices of the black members of our queer community. And I'm, I've already seen and I've been looking and watching and I've seen that Pride celebrations across the world are working hard to make this happen. So I'm really looking forward to, to, to kind of feeling, yeah, to feeling and experiencing and moving into that change um, going forward. Right, so Pride. Let's talk about what pride is and what pride isn't. So I wrote some notes on this yesterday. (laughs) I'm going to start with what it isn't. So it's not a party or a festival for straight people. (laughs) It's not a once a year event. And it's certainly not all about rainbow flags, flamboyance, glitter and bare flesh. Although you probably see quite a lot of bare flesh to be fair. And it's also not an opportunity for your business to smack a rainbow flag on everything and cash in. Uh, Pink washing, I think they call it. Um, That's a polite term for it. So let me just clarify what I mean about the party aspect and the celebrating with our straight friends and allies. We love to have you there. We need to have you there. We want to have you there because we need you. Straight allies are so absolutely crucial and fundamental and instrumental to creating the change 
towards greater equality that we're all looking for. So I'm not saying don't come. I'm not saying don't join us. I'm not saying be part of it, be part of this movement with us. <laughs> um, but sometimes you can't help get the feeling that people are there for Britney Spears or Kylie Minogue if it's in Brighton. They've been the last two headline acts um, at our big sort of pride celebration in the park. And, you know, without even really, I feel, I sense some people not fully even or even having a thought about or an understanding about what's at the heart of pride, you know, what the history of oppression and discrimination and not just historically, but that we're currently facing today across the world. So please come and join us. Please be with us. Please celebrate, have fun with us um, with that knowing of what this hell this is all about, um, the true meaning. Um, and I know if you listen to this podcast, you are one of those people, and I don't need to say this to you, um, but you might have friends, you might have people you know that aren't quite as connected and engaged and supportive as you are. <laughs> so that's me on my soapbox um, coming off. So, and I think the other thing around this is that pride is different, you know, in different countries, in different cities. And there are still countries and cities where people are too afraid to have any sort of pride march or to acknowledge pride. Um, and there are countries and cities where pride is literally a handful of people who've been brave enough to go outside and to represent the LGBTQ community and march down the street. And that's, that's all they do, you know. Um, and then we've got London, Sydney, New York, some of the, the biggest pride events in the world where we've got hundreds of thousands of people. I think New York Pride last year was 2 million people were at Pride, which is incredible, you know, and it's raising the profile, it's getting the messages out there. It's, I guess it's helping people to know that this is a thing, we exist, we're here. <laughs> and yeah, you know, this is a movement that will continue forever, as long as it needs to. And I guess I hope it isn't forever. So what else do I want to say? Yeah, and yeah, in those cities, the floats and the colourful costumes and the music and the parties are huge. They are massive. But also, and you know, they're a massive part of it. You know, you will have seen the parade. If you've not been to a pride parade, I thoroughly recommend you go. <laughs> um, you know, it is great fun. And you will see and you will hear about, you know, some of the, the difficulties and the struggles that still exist because the parade represents that, you know, the march represents that. Um, but also, you know, what else goes on in Pride? What else probably isn't as visible are 
the talks and the workshops and the educational programs and the community support programs that are all going on as well this month everywhere. You know, helping parts of the LGBTQ community who are most marginalised, where, you know, talking about things like intersectionality, you know, where we have different discriminations, different marginalizations against race, against sex, against um, disability, people that are affected by a whole host, not just racism, not just homophobia or biphobia or transphobia. You know, all of that stuff is looked at and all of that stuff is supported. So yeah, the message really that I'm kind of trying to say in a lot of words is it's not just about parties you know it's about a lot more than that and also that is a protest yeah first and foremost and I don't want to forget that I don't want anyone to forget that and it's also an incredible celebration of freedom and the progress we've made And of all of our beautiful, unique, wonderful selves. And a time to reflect on all that's been and all that is still hard. But also, yeah, how far we've come, you know, personally and as a community. And I think that, you know, when we're in a place now where over 70 countries in the world being gay or having gay sex is a crime it's a death penalty in 12 countries and you know many places um, there's many places in America where you can be fired in your job for being gay for being LGBTQ and just because it's not illegal in the UK um, we I think we mustn't forget that. And I think that our rights can always, our rights are always being threatened. Um, I read something yesterday and I think this is is legit um, about the fact that Trump wants to ban adoption for same-sex couples. Um, So our rights are always being threatened. And going back to what's good, (laughs) so now I'm really talking about what it is in case I didn't say that earlier and I know I didn't say that earlier Um, it is a coming together it's a coming together of gay, bi, trans, queer and straight people all of us and yeah that is a wonderful wonderful thing And it's also really affirming and really um, empowering, you know, this, this demonstration of our community. You know, how strong we are, how we will stand up for our rights and what we believe in. And we will stand against discrimination and prejudice until there's none left in the world. And I hate to say it, but we're going to be standing for a very, very long time and we're going to be doing this work and we're going to be having pride. You know, we are going to carry on doing it because 
It's an opportunity for all of us that can stand to stand for those who can't stand for themselves, who, to represent those people who are bullied, imprisoned, rejected by their family and communities and who lose their lives for being LGBTQ+, just for being who they are and loving who they want to love. So until we have equality across the globe, it goes without saying that pride has to continue and we will continue to march and we will continue to campaign for equal rights, for freedom and an end to this hate and discrimination and injustice. So it's not a one-time event. We have to take it really seriously. We have to, yes, enjoy it, yes, celebrate, yes, acknowledge how far we've come. And it's 365 days of the year for people in the LGBTQ community because that's 365 days of the year it matters. 365 days of the year people are still being discriminated against. Whew. So that's it for today's episode. Do let me know if you agree with me about pride and how effing important it is that we carry on acknowledging, that we carry on recognising, that we carry on supporting and we carry on fighting until everyone in the LGBTQ plus community is free from hate, is free from harm, is free from discrimination. Um, and all that's left for me to say is thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your time with me today and being here. And if you're struggling with anything that's going on right now and that you want to talk to somebody, I'm here. I'm always here and I'm always listening. All you need to do is send me a DM over on Instagram or Facebook and we can arrange a call or we can chat over Messenger. This has been the Queerpreneur podcast with me, Sarah Taylor. And yeah, I look forward to catching you next week. Until then, stay safe and take really good care.